As easy as the touch of a button. The message of life on 6:57 a.m. That's Muzi Vilagazi with Yengenele Langosi on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Good evening and welcome to it. This is Thursday Life with Nick Godfrey G. And of course, we're going all the way until 8 o'clock this evening. And before I continue, as always, I would like to take this moment to acknowledge uh, the legend that was just uh, before me. That's Johan Els, all the way from Pringles Bay. Thank you very much. I was listening, interestingly, to um, the, the recipes that you shared. Um, especially that one of is that cook sister yeah cook sisters and and they're like i'm like wow well i haven't really visited your um, facebook page recently i know that you normally post your favorite recipes there you don't just post recipes but you cook and uh, after cooking you give you share with your, our listeners your your recipes that's how generous you are at least if you can't get to taste them we can at least get to uh, prepare them for ourselves. Thank you very much. That's the legend. Um, le- le- legendary Johanna else there. It's 11 after 6 on Radio Puppet, your daily company. After a very long time, uh, I don't know whether it was a sabbatical or intended one or, or not, but uh, we, we managed to get hold of him. Uh, that's uh, Reverend uh, Silo Helepi. Uh, Bishop. Muruti, uh, a blessed... Uh and good Thursday evening to you, and uh, a blessed evening to every radio pulpit listener after quite a while. All I can say is welcome back. <laughs> it's good to be back. So, so, be back. so many things happened that I so wish that uh, you and I could have uh, talked about. And uh, yeah. yeah, but I'm glad that at least they are still news. So it's not like it's going to be old news to uh, our our listeners here. And uh, I just want to quickly look at the the whole issue. But I know that you go deep. I mean, into the details um, afterwards. But uh, I want to look at um, the Russia-Ukraine conflict that I don't think many people expected it to be uh, the way it is now and the way it is uh, unfolding now. And uh, yeah, these are some of the things that um, I really wanted your your views on them so that we can at least understand what is actually happening and the issue of petrol uh, dollar um, kind of uh, scenario where many people think that this is the beginning of the end as far as uh, the US dollars dominant in the market is, is concerned. I know that you might have the relevant term for that one but these are some of the things that I really needed your input on but I'm glad that uh, we, you, we can still talk about them and uh, otherwise um, some of the things that we'll be focusing on is the issue of um, COVID-19, Muruti. I, I know that you've already greeted, right? Yes, Muruti, I have. Let's hit it running, Muruti, by starting with uh, the COVID-19. Um, are we in the fifth wave yet? And uh, what are the numbers like today? Uh, Muruti, I think it is safe to say we are already in the, um, um, in the fifth wave. Um, the numbers are beginning to trend up. Um, our recovery rate is uh, sitting at uh, just over 95%. And remember that we have come from a recovery rate of about uh, um, 98, close to 99. So in terms of recovery, the numbers are trending down. In terms of the numbers that we do not want to trend up, we are beginning to see them upticking. Um, Yesterday we saw... Um, numbers going uh, over just over 10,000, 
um, you know, and uh, if one look at the rate of new infections, um, it's beginning to kick up and it's kicking up, um, you know, in a in a direction that uh, is not pleasing KwaZulu Natal and Gauteng, um, you know, seem to be the epicenters of the um, of the of the current wave, the fifth wave, with the highest number of active cases, more in KwaZulu uh, Natal and uh, and and Muruti. And um, what is what is what is comforting is that you know the dominant variant is the sub variant of um, um, you know Omicron, which is what is called BA um, five, four and BA five, and therefore right now according to the data that is available is that these are these tend to be um, weaker uh, versions of uh, Omicron. However. What is rather worrying is that yesterday we saw a huge uptick in the number of deaths, 50, um, you know, people losing their lives. And this is the number that we really do not want to go up because once this number starts going up, we know that uh, it starts placing a pressure on our um, health system, it starts placing pressure even on the on the on the country what is also comforting is that government is not looking at uh, at a lockdown a lockdown measures because this seemed to be a, a weaker a weaker a weaker version and also because close to about 50 percent of the population of the other population have actually um, taken both the vaccines and uh, about 25 percent of of those have taken um, a booster shot. So the encouraging thing is that in terms of the regulations that are in place, the wearing of the mask becomes very important because it reduces the spread. When we are indoors, let us wear the masks. When we are in an environment that is confined, such as public transport, such as in an area that has got a lot of people, the best way is to uh, wear your mask and then sanitize as often as possible. That way we will make sure that we can keep the numbers down. But what is more important is prayer, Ruth. Let us not forget that with all these things, in the absence of prayer, all of these things will be futile. But we must do the necessary actions, but pray and continue to trust God, but behave correctly. Right now we need to make sure that you know, we do all the right things, and I would also remind that, uh, or in terms of uh, the uh, health regulations that are out for public comment, the date has been extended to the 5th of August 2022, and uh, it's very important that the church needs to comment um, on these things, that we need to read these draft regulations, because some of the things that are proposed there will be problematic to us if we do not address them, if we do not deal with them. Because if there is a limit in terms of gatherings going forward, that means a church cannot grow beyond a certain number. And therefore, those things need to be addressed in terms of submissions that go in. Uh, as part of the uh, public consultation. Absolutely. I think the other um, um, advice that you can give us, a free one, Murudi, is to at least uh, boost our immune system by taking more of the um, vitamins that help us to fight 
um, this uh, viruses now that it's winter season, that these viruses that tend to thrive during this uh, winter season. But let's go back to the issue uh, economies of the world and markets of, of the world. Now I believe that uh, I so wish that we can spend more time on that one and perhaps in the next uh, few uh, weeks uh, you can come with um, uh, the biblical perspective of what is happening in the world because I'm sure many people are really longing to get the biblical perspective of what is actually happening Muruti. and looking at the fact that uh, things that I talked we talked about and the economies and, and whatever I know that you're going to give us more details about that but how often do we hear people talk about the prophecies of Daniel, the prophecies of uh, Revelations? And uh, I've I've had a time or a chance to read some of those prophecies. But hey, Muruti, I can tell you right now that the Bible is accurate. So it's about time that we we get to know what is what is happening and what is it that we need to expect. But let's look quickly at um, our market, Muruti. Are we in the global financial downturn? Uh, Muruti, we, we, we are, um, we, we are in a, in a, in a global, um, uh, financial downturn because right now, if one looks at what has been happening in the past, uh, two weeks, um, financial markets are, are crashing, uh, investor, uh, confidence, um, is collapsing. We are seeing financial, um, emergencies implemented left, right, and center. You know, governments, you know, coming in with stopgap measures as the um, the inflationary headwinds begin to hit, and that leads us, in actual fact, to the issue um, that that you've spoken about. That as a result, the trigger as to where the 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 the, the, the big trigger um, was, because some of these things are cyclical. Um, you know, let, let, let us just look 500 years ago. Um, the dollar was not the dominant economy, was, was not the dominant uh, currency of the world. Number two, um, the USA was not the um, the, the leader of, uh, of, 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 of 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 the global economy. The, global, the superpower. The, the superpower. Mm. It was the UK. It was Britain. Um, and uh, at the back of that was actually um, the pound, the pound sterling. Um, that was actually the currency of the of the day. Before that, during the time of uh, the East Indian um, Company, the Dutch East Indian Company, um, it was a different currency. It was not the it was not the pound, and um, it was the Netherlands basically that was that was in the um, in the leadership. Now, what is happening right now in the world? Um, because we need to put this global financial downturn in perspective. For a number of years now, from around 20, uh, 2010, you know, there have been warning signs that in actual fact the, the globe is actually fractured. We live in a fractured uh, world. We saw when Trump came in that uh, he began to uh, down talk and talk down and get out of the global... <clears throat> um, uh, arrangements went out of uh, COP, um, you know, um, went out of all these uh, uh, global uh, uh, arrangements that were made. And uh, post that, we saw tra- uh, uh, Trump out and Biden in, 
And as a result of that, then we see entering um, the conflict that we see between Russia and Ukraine. And many times, Moruti, when you and I speak about this, I always um, term this the Russia-U.S. tension. Um, because I believe that uh, uh, Ukraine is a proxy um, of, this, of this tension. Right up to where we are right now, the world has been a unipolar world. And in terms of global governance, global governance has been through um, the UN and the UN system and the uh, global uh, uh, government has really been through one system of governance. And the dollar has always been the, do- the, 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 the currency of global trade. Now, with the sanctions against Russia, we're beginning to see an emergence and a development of what I call a bipolar um, tension, um, you know, where the world is now becoming bipolar because the trade in oil is no more in, uh, I mean, the trade in, uh, in gas, especially between Russia, which is the largest supplier of uh, gas through um, uh, Gazprom to Europe, uh, which is facing um, uh, sanctions, is beginning to say, you will pay for our, uh, for, for our gas in rubles. Um, and that, in actual fact, is what, in actual fact, both China and Russia have been pushing for um, as a concern about the global arrangement. And I had, now, uh, I think it's Saudi Arabia that also wants to join the ranks, Muruti. Uh, Saudi Arabia wants to, in actual fact, the Middle East, as the, as, the, as, the, as the largest oil-producing bloc within OPEC, um, you know, together with, uh, with, with Iran, would, would actually join this. Mm. And basically the question would be, what would be the likely outcome mm. out of this? I think the and, and I think that's the one th- other thing, Murud, is that that's actually what gave the dollar the power that it, it had, that all the, all the countries of the world agreed to use it to, uh, as a currency to buy, more especially to buy oil and, and many other commodities there. To so, trade correct, with it. And, yes. and even our currencies, all our currencies are pegged against the dollar. We compare our currencies, the performance of our currencies against the dollar not against any other currencies. Now, what is happening, if you look at Africa, take Africa as a, as a, as a block. Africa has got a population of 1.4 billion people. It's the youngest um, uh, uh, economic block or the youngest population with the youngest uh, uh, population compared to the other, other, other economies. Now, if you put China, Africa, and India together, it is about 54% of the global population. And therefore, what is happening in Africa, the intra-Africa trade and the arrangement that is beginning to take place across the African countries where there is now intra-Africa trade and agreements that are, that are now being signed, Africa will emerge as the, um, as the economic, economic, economic power. So what is developing as a bipolar world today is likely to become a multipolar world where not only the dollar reigns supreme and America is the policeman of the world, but not only is Russia 
um, reigning supreme and becoming the second policeman of the world. Because remember, these two, even in the UN Security Council, have got veto powers. No decision can be taken by the UN Security Council without being vetoed by any of these powers, including China. And now China is also beginning to push the renbi, um, their dollar, uh, I mean, their, their, their currency, as the currency of trade. Or yuan, what is it? Is it yuan? Um, there, there's yuan and there's the renbi as well. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, mm. there's, 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 a, there's a one and there's the renbi. Right. Um, you know, as the, as the currency of, of trade. Some of the African countries have begun, if you look at Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe is already, um, you know, introduced um, the, 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 the yuan and the renbi. If you look at uh, uh, Rwanda, it's already beginning to do that because of Africa and China, they are major trading partners, second after, after Europe. Um, and America coming coming said so we are likely to see mm. a multipolar world. So in, um, in a nutshell, Muruti, what what do you see happening in the next few months? You talked about these two um, superpowers, the the U.S. and uh, well, I won't say it's two superpowers, and but you can be be able to clarify that to to us in a way that you can be able to understand, but. Things are not going to be the same anymore. Actually, things are not the same anymore. Things have changed. But the question that I would like to ask, Muruti, did these people see it coming? Uh, Muruti, they did not see it coming. The question is, were they warned? Yes, they were warned. Um, you know, from 2009, you know, we, we, we've always been talking about the changing world order. We've always been saying, you know, a, a unipolar world is not sustainable for the world. Um, you know, and we're beginning to see that it is not sustainable. Europe has got the oldest population. In 50 years, all the population of Europe will be gone. Who will be living in those places? Africa has got the youngest po- population. What, what do you mean? The- uh, Europe, uh, those guys, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to be controversial. They are older. They are older. So they're, not, they're, they're, not, older. they're not producing anymore. What's happening, Muruti? What do you mean? They're, they're, they're not giving birth anymore. Oh, okay. I see. Right. They're not giving birth anymore. Hmm. Uh, Africa is beginning to grow, and Africa is beginning now to migrate into those areas. That is why I'm saying the next era, hmm. we're going to begin to see the in the entrance and the, and remember we've been there before because I've I've always argued and said to people you know people who understand and know history that Africa was once in China yes the whole area of Siberia Africa there were African Chinese Black Chinese mm. yeah that's but true one of the one of the of of the emperors of China who was a racist decided to take all those black Chinese and put them in what is today called Micronesia in South in in in, in the South Pacific. Um, those so do you have black people? Pe- do you have do you have black people in China? No, no. Those people those people are uh, were, were 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 shipped out to the islands. Oh, I see. Okay. All you right. know your Kiribati, mm. your. Um, you know they are Micronesians. They are called Micronesians. Micronesians. Okay, Micro- I have to. 
I'll have I'll have to Google that, Murudi. Um, thank you very much once again, Fundiswam, uh, because somebody else must come in immediately at uh, um, half past six this evening. So we shouldn't worry at all, Muruti. Uh, we shouldn't be worried about what is going to happen and what is happening now, should we? Muruti, we in a, in actual fact, as children of God, we are people of faith. We should not be worried about the future. Absolutely. Um, mm. What we should do. We should place our faith in God. Mm. We should be able to say God knows the future even before the future arrives. And therefore, Mm. we need to make sure that we are prepared for that future. And we can Mm. only prepare ourselves by standing on the word of God. Muruti, I am available on this number 083-229-5807. 07 Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit.